0: The problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And uh, we're here to fix up all your little issues, all your your tiny, tiny things. Uh, <laughs> every small thing. No, every small problem. No bigs. no bigs. No bigs. Take those bigs. Only littles. Throw them out. Remember Stuart Little? About that sort of size. But problems. Do you reckon that family ever had to deal with the fact that their son, who they spent a very long time, you know, integrating into the family, was going to die within like a year <laughs> or so afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a topic never really addressed as Stuart Little. That was they, they Stuart were like, Little 4. They what? were getting him ready for college without- Was, was there a Stuart Little 2? There didn't he definitely go, did was. he go to college? No, he I'm didn't go sure to college. I'm pretty sure he went to college. What, he, Stuart Little just like smoking weed just in the corner of a room? I, I've seen from school or college or something, he got bullied. Something like that. Can of course he got bullied, he's a mouse wearing a list. jacket. Can a he, mouse get high? I'd imagine a mouse getting very, just, high, you very high very fast. put it on a shelf. <sighs> Uh, maybe that's what they were doing maybe Stuart wanted to integrate with the cool kids and he's like come on guys I want to get high they put them on a shelf couldn't get down that's the climax that's, that's Stuart or 3 <laughs> that was act 3 that was the big conflict <laughs> yeah rare to leave a film on a cliffhanger but that's what they were, that's what they went with it's very rare to leave it on a shelf hanger but that's where we were uh, it's, uh, uh... low budget <laughs> well the joke or the film both <laughs> pick one should we help people um, well, sure, we can't help Stuart, he's long gone. <laughs> Stuart's been dead for 10 years. His little mouse bones are still on that shelf. <laughs> that was actually the, the working title of Stuart Little Five. Mouse, mouse bones. <laughs> mouse bones too, he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> One's, one fixed camera of the shelf. <laughs> and just occasionally you hear a door open, and just the like the brother from the previous films looks at it oh. and goes, And that's all you Stew? get. need to move that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it later. <laughs> Oh, Mouse Bones 3. <laughs> mouse Bones. <laughs> Welcome back to First World Solutions, the official Mouse Bones fancast. Sponsored by Mouse Bones. This week on Mouse Bones. Uh... This, oh, this week on Bone Talk. <laughs> same, same thing as last week. <laughs> Bone Talk. We also have Tibia Talk, FEMA Talk. Uh, we're FEMA fans. How humorous. How humorous. Oh. Oh dear. Let's move on to a problem. Oscar? I am a problem, but I've got uh I've got one here. This one comes from ACB Clineo, that's Camille on Twitter, who says I want to watch YouTube videos, but my earphones are in the living room, and I'm lazy to get them. Too lazy to write the word two in the tweet <laughs> yeah, as well. Apparently teams. so. That's a really overwhelming problem. Um, Can't she just listen on her speaker? Well assume that there's other people in the room. I think you know then why are you being such an unsociable dick, Camille? I think the fact Call that them she's out. unwilling to listen to the speakers. It implies that it's either an embarrassing or unsuitable YouTube yeah. video she's trying to watch. I mean, in all fairness, if you think about viewing habits, like, for example, if I was to watch a Netflix show on my phone, I wouldn't really have my no qualms. Like, for example, if I was just with my family or my roommates, like, I don't have no qualms with having that quietly coming out the speaker, that's fine. You mm. know, it's a show. YouTube is kind of a lawless wasteland, and the kind of stuff I'll end up stumbling onto on YouTube, it might not be inappropriate, it might not be horrible... But it's definitely weird and it's definitely not something I can explain if someone goes, what is that? It's nonsensical. Yeah, I think that's why you need the earphones. It's not like a privacy thing or a worry. It's more, I can't be bothered to try and tell people what this is. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, and if you're just coming into it cold, you don't see the three or four videos of autoplay that led you to this odd point. So This seems to be a Serbian like, unboxing channel for <laughs> razor blades. What are you- what are you doing? Trust me, I know how I got here. Uh, but- as a thread. The, yeah, they don't see the three videos leading up to exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, they only see, you've typed in Serbian unboxing razor blades. Uh, <laughs> this is you now, huh? It makes no sense on- on face value, so I guess putting the headphones in eliminates mm. the- the jarring- distress, Just- d- yeah. distressful tone. But, I mean, she's too lazy to get up and get them, so okay. we have two options. Number one, We invent a device for her to be able to grab them from where she's sitting. Mm. So a very, very long grabbing mechanism. Or number two, we invent a way of making the music coming out of the speaker more personalised. So, for example, a directional cone Mm. or some form of implement that would direct it directly to her ears. So like blinkers for horses. For sound. But But just for sound. For her phone, for YouTube. Okay. Yeah. If you put your phone in a tunnel... Like a little tube that goes... So you mentioned a cone. Like a toilet roll. Like a toilet roll, but one that the widest point is exactly the shape of your your head Mm. and the smallest point, it just like tapers down to the phone. phone, So it's like airtight. Have have you seen those bizarre things that get advertised every now and again? Not majorly, but they're like a woolen... I guess it's like a tube that goes around your head onto your phone. You see people using them on planes. I've I've yes. mob- yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no. I've seen one person actually using it on a plane and looking over if you fall asleep on a plane and then wake up and looking over and seeing that is pretty horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Just this big amorphous blob just like head down. It looks like they're eating the table. It kind of, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it kind of looks like they're eating the table or just like dementoring the table. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing the essence of the table. Yeah. Not a lot of essence there to steal but they're no. getting it. But-, but I mean, you've got those. You also have those pillows that have a tiny speaker in that you can sleep on. I think the. Intent is that you can listen to stuff without your partner hearing it or something. But right. there's that, and also it's like better for your ears than having headphones in. Yeah, because fucking yeah. headphones are a criminal disaster. I made this question. <laughs> I don't want to get the headphones. I want a solution. But maybe we can put those speakers into the weird Dementor Hood thing. So it's And this also affords you the privacy of no one else seeing what weird thing you're watching on your phone anyway. True. Yeah. Although it does raise more questions than yeah. answers. If you're just seeing somebody on a sofa watching a phone, you don't immediately assume bad. Mm. If someone has to go into a little blanket of solitude, you assume real bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's in there? Coming back to the logistics of it, these hood things, have you seen the ones where you put your hands inside the hood as well? I have, yeah. So you can sleep. Maybe we keep those because it'll be cheaper. So you're you're sitting there watching YouTube, but you're kind of sitting upright with your hands behind your head just sort of staring into nothing and everyone's like, it's fine, I can't hear anything, they must not be strange. Right? They must Maybe just want to have a little bit of them time. They just want some isolation. But you, you're sitting in a group of people and you like, excuse me, they slip on a hood. <laughs> it's basically like someone in a hammock, but there's no hammock to be seen. I don't think you'd be that relaxed. I don't th- I think <laughs> you would be, be very tense. Arrow straight back. <laughs> Cause it's kind of, when you put something over your eyes and you can't see and you know there's people around you, it's yeah. quite stressful. It is. So I don't think I'd kick back. I think I'd be ready for action. I quite like that. But okay, so I I really like this as a solution. But the one thing that is irking me somewhat is the fact that the reason we had to make this in the first place is because she was too lazy to get up and go to her headphones. Mm. So we have to make sure that this is always on hand. Maybe it's a hood. I like that. There's a road safety invention for cyclists, which is kind of like a band they wear around their neck that acts as... a same kind of mechanism as an airbag in the event of a crash where <laughs> okay. it, it expands out into like this inflatable into full a head. safety rough kind of one it, it, yeah. it keeps the the um the band you put around your neck keeps the neck from going left and right yeah. and so it, it prevents whiplash theoretically but then it it expands out into an inflatable helmet that is apparently better for your head like with a collision to bounce off rather okay. than like hitting something hard. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. It turns into a full-on inflatable hood. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anyone fun. put it on inside out and got decapitated? What? So it expands <laughs> in? <laughs> Just pop off like a cherry. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Bam! <laughs> Have I, you ever stood on a packet of toothpaste that the lid is still on? Yes, that's the image. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I quite like using that concept, but just include the speakers in the head thing. So it's basically an emergency moment of, oh, I have to watch this one video, but I can't do it. <laughs> Deploy helmet airbag. And, and then a you- Panic button. Yeah, so you press this panic button on your shoulder. And <laughs> just <laughs> this huge hood <laughs> just erupts I mean, with two speakers next to your ears. It's Where is the, the, the panic same? button? Uh, directly middle of your throat, so you're just poking yourself <laughs> in the Adam's apple. Just, okay. <laughs> so I was thinking more like an Iron Man placement on your chest, oh, so you I... can probably like, <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> really make a statement about it's it. It's got like a, it's got one of those like break in case of like break glass in case of emergency <laughs> yeah. type things. So you actually have to like break something. You can't just push it willy nilly. Yeah, I really like that. the The idea that you're just kind of sat on the sofa chilling with the your family, you're watching your own YouTube things, and you see a thing on autoplay come up, but there's just like a topless dude and fire and knives on it, and it's like, oh, okay, I better deploy, <laughs> just straight up on the hood speakers in the ears, done. This is also going to make. You know when you're you're walking through town or you're like in a restaurant or something and you see someone who you weren't expecting to see, someone who you haven't seen in a while? Yeah. And you always, that you run up to each other and there's always that hug that's just a little bit too tight? Yeah. Because it's like, I didn't plan for this hug. (laughs) So it's like, that's gonna trigger the button. Oh, it is. This is why I think having it in the middle of your chest is is a good idea. No, <laughs> the best idea because that is a defense mechanism. You don't have to worry about that hug. Yeah, they see this big fluorescent <laughs> box on your chest and go, hmm, better not get in too close <laughs> to that guy. See, I feel like it would open up and then cover any heads near it. So maybe <laughs> so it engulfs them too. It engulfs the two of you and then you can whisper in there. Now it's the two of us. Well no, because you'll engulf them and it'll just autoplay the last YouTube video <laughs> you're watching so they'll just come right into this weird topless knife fireman thing. And there's only enough air in the bubble for one, so... <laughs> That's the last thing they hear. And see is your face pressed directly up next to theirs in, an, in a lightless inflatable bubble. <laughs> Hearing Numa Numa playing over some football video. Um... Perfect. He died as he lived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you're welcome, Camille, for that yeah. one. Yep. Don't uh, go, don't stay away from your friends. <laughs> I think <laughs> Stay away from everyone, you deadly, deadly weapon. Maybe take some time away from YouTube, huh? <laughs> yeah, go read a book. Oh. <sighs> okay. Tom. Okay, so uh I bought one here. Comes from the real grinning dog on Reddit. Mm. The real grinning dog says Worth woof, 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 woof. We can't help you. Go to Wuff Wuff Solutions, and uh, they're not very uh, good. Again, all run by dogs. Not very good at replying. Cacophony of noise. <laughs> just a mess. A cacophony of dogs. That's the kind of thing you'd need the hood on for if you're going to listen to. Just mm. like what are you? What are you doing? Oh yeah, it's sound counts, sound counselling. Yeah, sound counselling. No, it's not. It give sound counselling. You'd, you'd need <laughs> sound counselling. It's just us in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this uh, this comes to us from the real grinning dog on Reddit, and they say. My hidden money belt is so thick; it's making me look fat. Probably well, not that well hidden either. Then I guess I have I've experienced this when I went you tra- have a Hidden money belt? I had a hidden money belt when I went traveling because my mum didn't trust me to have like a wallet and just keep it safe. <laughs> so she was like, "I bought you this money belt, and you know when your parents buy you something, yeah, you have to you then use have it. To do it. Especially because you know traveling at that age is a big deal. You want to yeah. make them feel okay it's about like, yeah, it. I, you know, I appreciate you, little boy's going away for a few yeah. weeks." Like a few weeks. It, was, I, it wasn't, I wasn't a big travel. but like, it's, You I didn't even leave the country. I, don't know, I was in the garden. Just... <laughs> I went to Leamington Spa for a few weeks. It was only her in the garden. I don't know why she was so worried about me getting mugged. <laughs> anyway, so she gave me this money belt. It kind of slips on underneath your t-shirt. And because I was traveling for a while, I had a lot of stuff in there. Like the camera, I had a lot of cash. And passports, cash. Turns out the exchange rate on money in Asian countries... There's a lot of money for a pound. Yeah, there's a ton. Thick water notes, (laughs) which is like £1.50. I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? I put it in my money belt and I put on like a stone. (laughs) All on your just kind of like upper ab area. Yeah. So where did your money belt sit? Well, first week of the holiday, it sat across my abs. Okay. Then as I went on and kind of... Got more cool. It kind of like slouched a little more and more. <laughs> it, did, it did the school, like it, secondary school yeah, trouser Yeah, but motif. just a belt. But then Trousers I kinda, and backpacks. Yeah. It starts out as high as it will go. Then you realize, that, oh man, this is so lame. <laughs> the other thing is, it said it was breathable. It wasn't breathable. No. So at the end of the day, I'd take my clothes off and I'd just have dry skin and then just a money belt shaped wet patch. Oh. <laughs> That's distressing. So yeah, it wasn't great. But the thing is, when you went somewhere like the beach, mm you'd then be on the beach in like shorts and a shirt and unwilling to take your top off, which only adds to the narrative of this guy's fat. Yeah, that's very true. So, hey, come on, just take it. No, I, I'd rather um, not. I I'm going to keep my... And it's like, I just didn't want to show off my stupid money belt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to show everyone the line of just thick, thick sweat that ran under it's there like, like a river. Uh, yeah, even dole's if was some... e- a tubby boy. E- even if I somehow take the money belt off whilst taking my T-shirt off, there's still an inexplicable band of sweat <laughs> yeah, exactly. across my stomach. <laughs> So just like God, why is he so juicy in one area? But only there, it's so odd. Okay, so how do we fix this? I mean, the first thing I'm thinking Ooh. is you take all your money and spread it out evenly across the whole body. Well, I like, like that. smuggling it. Kind of, yeah. I had a similar idea. You said juicy in one area. What if you work out such that you are juicy in every other area? <laughs> <laughs> and then put your money belt in the gap. You know what? Mine was far too utilitarian. Effects. That's way more ridiculous. I'm so, so much more involved with that. You need to work out those spot <laughs> spot exercises. So I'm going to build up all of this part of my body. But I shall keep a lean calf. You need to and print off the Wikipedia article for spot exercises. Yeah. Highlight one at random and delete it. <laughs> and do every other one. Yeah. Don't. And that's where your money belt goes. Don't look ahead of time to see which one <laughs> no. you've deleted. It wants you want it to be a surprise. I just really love this idea of just this is a complete lifestyle change now to the point where they have to work out for a year in order to wear their money belt. And once they do, they can never take it off because then they have just a huge chunk missing from their upper arm. Mm. I mean, maybe fine with that, maybe that's the alternative. Just take a chunk out. <laughs> well, just just take a pound of flesh out. So again, implanted money belt. Yeah. Ooh. Install a zip into some part of your body, oh, a calf. God, yeah. that's some silent hell shit. <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah. I don't want to unzip my calf to pay but for stuff. Practical. Like, can you imagine just like sauntering up to the bar and just being just like, oh yeah, I'll just have a, I'll have two apple teenies, please. Mm. And they're just like, oh yeah, cool. Uh, and is a uh, is a express? Okay, it's like yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. They just. And you just unzip well, your card. In fairness, well, you- it's only going to happen every few times because nowadays we've got contactless technology. So unless they're asking for the pin, you can just go up and just slap your leg on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, so your, your card's in there, in, in the calf, in the ins- internal calf belt. Yeah. And you can just kind of high kick and wave it at all the card machines and it'll mm. pay for it. Well, because, what is it, £30 limit? Yeah. Yeah, so £30 limit. So you go in the shops, you make sure to pick up like £29.70 worth of cuff. <laughs> Then they ring it through and it's like, that's £31. You're like, shit. It's like, oh, I forgot to add this discount. And you're like, okay, cool. It's fine. It's just under the line. Then you go, how will you be paying? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? I'll be paying my contact list. It's like, do you want to get your card out? No. <laughs> okay. Could you please set the machine up at a round head height? <laughs> yeah. Could you move it down I've, a bit? <laughs> I've been practicing. And <laughs> Have you got a step ladder for me to jump off? If you're, if you're really against the idea of bringing any cash out, what you can always do is split your funds for the trip across two cards, hmm. put them in different places, and then ask to split the bill if it goes over 30 yeah. So you put one in each calf. For bam for yeah. bam There you go, you just- mm, Jump up scissor kick. Jump up scissor kick the contactless machine. <laughs> I love the idea of having a payment option in each limb, so that you yeah. can kind of like one-two combo your way through all of your yeah. shopping. It's like credit and debit, like- I, I had a chip the... implanted in my head, but that's for emergencies. <laughs> that's the trust fund. Yeah. <laughs> that's the ISA. Nothing comes out yeah, of the ISA. My mum told me not to use this one unless <laughs> yeah. I really needed to. <laughs> So what, if, you, if, you, if you're away and you run out of money and you call up your parents and ask for some help, it's, it's okay. We installed a second chip somewhere. Use your shoulders this time. Mm. Ah, I had the money all along. I love it. Do you like, I like the fact now that you have to train to go on holiday, but in the ancient art of pay-foo. I like the emergency head implant, because the ad campaign would be like, run out of money traveling, use, use your, your head. head. Yeah. Ah, uh, there it is. I, I really adore this. Because it's going to turn shopping into a much more intense experience if everyone in the queue in front of you has to Mm. do some form of weird and monk routine in order to pay. Question. Yes. Are we just putting the contactless technology in your arm? or is there gonna be like a full credit card oh, it's, stuck it's under the, your forehead? It's the full card. We're like in the you, early days of it. We can't, yeah, we like, you yeah. can't risk getting it wrong and just getting the contactless well, bit. You like, play it safe, put the no whole card No one knows in where there. the contactless bit is in a card. No. no it I mean, could it, be any of it. If you need to pay for stuff online, a lot of the time they ask you for the, like the expiry date yeah. and stuff, which if you don't know off the top of your head, mm. no pun intended. Oh. How are you, you gonna you get it just like? A mirror with just the bumps. You've gotta touch the bumps on the front. I think the worst thing about this is though, that's all fine. They're gonna ask you for the number on the back of the card. Oh, Ooh. no. Yeah. Oh. Just write it down. Yeah, just yeah, I'd write that one down. Make Ta- sure, t- tattoo that. Make sure you write it down before you put the card <laughs> oh, in. I did, for God's sake. Yeah. I like the fact that if you lose too much body fat in this scenario, you're just displaying your card number in great detail to everyone you see. You gotta spend that money to stay well fed. It's mm. a security reason. <laughs> Don't wanna get scrawny. But then, the whole problem in the first place was they didn't wanna look fat because of their money belt. Mm. So we've invented a system where not only are they cybernetic paying machines, mm. they're also really chubby so no one can read their credit card information. Yeah, but you're going to make bank on this idea, so, I mean, you'll be a walking bank as well, so it's like... <laughs> you're going to make bank and then also be bank. Do you reckon, like, if, if this system really took off, you'd be able to pay each other by, like, kicking someone in the chest and that the chest is where their bank is? Ooh... And they're like. They're... So your central funds are in your chest and yeah. everything else is kind of spread around. Yeah. And you've got like your kind of credit card, okay. your kind of current account spending thing, but you've got your main savings right yeah. there. Main savings in the center. Someone kicks you in the chest, your hood goes up. You <laughs> <laughs> get taken with it. <laughs> that's that's everything. It's lovely. What are we calling this system before we move on? Uh, money felt? Money belt, but we need another word for belt or money. Uh, just call it contact rather than contactless. <laughs> yes. That's excellent. It's just contact. I like that with a K. Oh no, shit, that's taken. Yep. Is it? Uh, depends yep. where you put the K. See, at the front, K in the middle. There you go, done. Contact. Mm, what about K at the end, but it's silent? Contact. Contact. <laughs> Contact. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Cool. That works. Done. I can see the ad campaigns now. Awesome. I have one here from Give It A Go on Reddit, and we will. They say my office mate is annoyed because she has too many vacation days, and being forced to use them all is complicating her life. This, this gets to me because I know a lot of people in a lot of quite cushy jobs who get frustrated that they have to take holiday. Mm. It's just like, just be grateful. There are some people who get locked into jobs and can never, ever leave. Like, mm. it, it's such a big boon. But I mean, what, how does it complicate your life to not have to go to work? Like, just sleep in. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they live at work. So, they're vacation days. They're being evicted for four weeks out of every year. Yeah. They work in an office, which is also where they live, and they have to take vacation days, Mm. and no one knows they live in the office. So, Uh, if you sleep at the office, but no one knows yet, and the time at which people would probably find out about this lie you've been living is when Mm. you're told to go on holiday, but you're still hanging around the office, but you're not working, just kind of walking through the cubicles, wearing a dressing gown, and just drinking a pint in the middle of the day. (laughs) I'm on holiday, guys. I mean, isn't this inconvenient? In fairness, part of the joy of taking holiday is that you don't have to work and you know other people are working. Mm. So that would be even better, I think. Can you imagine going to work, walking through, dressing gown, drinking, so you're half drunk in the middle of the day? Like, look at all these suckers. Hey, you can't fire me, I'm on holiday. <laughs> Isn't there something quite sad about doing that, though? Just like knowing that your only free time is But the vindictive pleasure of it. Also that. Yeah, I've never understood that where I've worked at places in retail where people who've been on holiday weeks have come in like two or three days out of that holiday. Mm. I mean, I guess it's all about perception, but the last thing I'd want to do if I was on holiday from a job is see... See, place. see anyone I wanna or ma- anything. I, I want to maximise the time where I'm seeing anything else. So how do we make this less inconvenient for this person? Uh, well, maybe I mean, they need a holiday home. Maybe they're a cleaner or a holiday home. But the people who are coming to stay are there, so they can't stay there. Oh. But normally they're a live-in cleaner. Okay, so from that logic, ideal situation for that person would be is the opposite of being a cleaner, I guess. Mm. So maybe that's the way to go. Whatever your job is so like a graffiti artist work out the yeah i guess graffiti artist that's like making stuff that people would otherwise clean up uh yeah so finding whatever your job is and then working on the functional opposite for the other two weeks so it's the extreme other side of it so you're still doing something but it's so far removed from what you're used to doing that it doesn't seem inconvenient it seems exciting i suppose so functionally opposite holidays yeah i guess that's probably where i'm going which for offices Okay, so... Say his... Right, so main tasks. Three main tasks. One of the tasks in office, typing up spreadsheets. I've never worked in an office. No. Can you tell? Water cooler conversations. <laughs> right. Office space, no. Dress down Fridays. Dress down Fridays. <laughs> Garfield posters. <laughs> Wear a tie all the other days. Dilbert Dil- Dil- is important. <laughs> is, is Dilbert still a thing? <laughs> okay, so... So spreadsheets, yep. talk at the water cooler, Dilbert. Okay, so what's functionally opposite to a spreadsheet? It would be taking lots of information Shredding. Shredding. <laughs> shredding, yes. shredding. Shredding documents. Shredding yeah. documents. So rather you'd... than inputting data, you're destroying it. Okay. okay. And shredding, I, I- That's quite therapeutic. It's quite, I mean, it's, it's quite a nice kind of- Maybe you just like take all the photos of somebody you hate and like shred that. That's your holiday. So day. right, let's- This is a holiday, so obviously people are going to be selling packages of it. Ah oh. You go to an office retreat. The first thing they do is hand you a big stack of documents. Yep that you get to shred over the next Monday, two Monday, Monday morning, 8am, they hand you a big stack of documents. At the office, that would be, here's what you got to do this week. Yeah. Here it's, get it down, buddy. Cool. <laughs> Go on, shred all you like. So shred this up. What do they do at the resort for the opposite of water cooler conversation? Silence. Forced meditation. Someone, uh <laughs> forced meditation. You're going to be <laughs> zen, a, damn it. <laughs> but a round of hot coals. So you're going to be office dynamic. There's one person, you know, like Sheila in accounting or something. Mm. Who, oh, Sheila. bloody Sheila, who wants to tell you about her cats and yeah. her, you know, church group and how you can never find the things that you're looking for in the Isles in Asda or something like that. Someone like that comes along and you get the opportunity to say, hey, shut up. Do you like that? Because you're right. The functional opposite of a water cooler moment is... You're kind of forced to have this conversation. You've got to be pleasant. You're at work. Exactly. So not someone that's actually from your office, but someone that's identical in mannerisms mm. starts talking to you about... You'll never believe the weekend I had to get go. I'm hey, going to stop you right there. I Sheila. I don't care. Yeah. I really like that. I just... Listen here. And then you've got people at the side with like clipboards, like nodding. Yeah. And they give you down. a score at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <a> thumbs up. <laughs> like diving judges. <laughs> just like there's, there's points for like cursing technicalities. Just you, you like. Empty the water cooler. That's like a, yeah. That's yeah. a, per- that's a perfect 10. What well, prop um, use? Prop. <laughs> that's up there as a category. My favorite category of Olympic diving. <laughs> Did he dive into a small rubber ring? <laughs> Tense all around. <laughs> he was in the air for so long, it must have been his hat with a propeller on it. Or <laughs> well, those big bird wings he was flapping on the way down. Oh my. Okay, so that's two covers. That's two What covers. about Dilbert? <laughs> what's the functional. Okay, so Dilbert is a yeah, bad what? office place based comic panel that's supposed to make you laugh but kind of doesn't. Okay. So, what's the functional opposite of a comic that doesn't do much for, for laughter? Having a good old cry. Something that. Will... I guess it would be something that's meant to make you sad, but it also doesn't quite work. Maybe it's Dilbert, but when he's not at the office and it is just him crying. Oh, so it is. It's holiday Dilbert. Holiday Dilbert. <laughs> it's like... A, <laughs> so yeah. Did d- Dilbert like, write this question? <laughs> I'm Dilbert. I don't know what to do when I'm not at work. i a comic strip. Is it just him going around on like an island resort trying to be businessy? No, I tell you what it is. And having some japes. It's him going around the rest of the paper that he's printed in. <laughs> like like he leaves Dillard his panel just, <laughs> just goes to the headline stories, goes over to the sports section, pops over to the gossip column and just sits there <laughs> sipping coffee. There we go. So that would be one package holiday for an office worker. Okay. That you would go and buy, say, for about so 100 let's, quid. Let's do can, one more because this is fun. Yeah, okay. What's another job? What? Oh. I'll go for the last job I had, uh, sales assistant uh, okay. in in retail, okay. really common job. So main tasks selling to customers. Oh. So you got to engage with customers. Mm, so like, stealing from customers. I guess that <laughs> is the opposite of that one. Yeah, <laughs> Well, you are encouraging them to spend money I to guess. spend money. So you so want encourage it, them to save. Encourage them to save. So right. So let's get our tasks down. Yeah, and then we'll enter the results. Yeah, so. yeah. So go over go, go the tasks. You got to sell to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get tidy the shop. Tidying and cleaning, uh, yeah. and you get allocated general tasks by management. Yeah. Mm. So we'll, we'll go, we'll so go busy with busy work. We'll go with busy work for number two, which yep. generally in, in the realm of kind of tidying up. Then number three. I would wager... Again, it's pointless conversation. It's a, it's a continuation. It's it's working with any people that you're with. It's and like representing the brand. Representing the yes. brand. Brand, That's lo- exactly. brand loyalty, I suppose. Because mm. yes. that, that encompasses pretty much any retail position. It's yep. big enough whoever you're working for. Okay, yeah. cool. So how do we... What's the functional opposites of all of these that we can sell on a package? So we're going to sales resort now. Yeah. Sales retreat. The sales retreat. The sales retreat. First day you get there, you open the door. They say, hey, you want this book? And you, and, go, and you go, no, I'm not, not feeling it. Well, actually, hang on. Here's what I think. Because in a sales assistant environment, your manager is always pressuring you to like get sales, meet targets, and yeah. like you had to make this mm. many transactions an hour. We got to get this much conversion for the day. So you kind of get sick of doing that, and you can tell that if you're pushing people, hey, hey, man, how you doing? How's your day going? Like trying to get people to engage and buy mm. something. A lot of the time, they'll be like, Nah, no, it's alright, mate. Don't worry about it. So I think the functional opposite of this is just flipping it. So you walk in through the door, someone says, hey, how's it going, man? You get to tell that person, fuck off, leave me alone. Okay. okay. You get the chance to do that because I know for a fact there's so many people that when I used to work in retail on the shop floor, Mm. my manager would be like, you need to engage with customers, you need to get a connection with them, and so I'm doing that and all I can see in their eyes is, leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of being heavily encouraged to engage with people, you're actively discouraged from letting anyone talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's it, So basically what it is, you have, let's say six waves of customers that will come up to you, and it's essentially a tower defense game, but you have to just shoot them down with God, quips. God, I'm, I'm scared about the boss rush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that. That's that one. What was the second one? Busy, Busy work. work so training. things like, like you say, tidying up, entering things into your computer again. Filling out forms, Filling out forms. Filing. Keeping the office nice and neat. So day one, you come in and it's a perfectly pristine office, or not office. It's a perfectly pristine like shop floor. Lots of nice displays, lots of uh, you know tags all facing outwards. Mm. Everything perfect. You just get to fuck it up. You yeah. just get to rip things off the rails, push things onto the floor, they smash displays like up. A hammer. Oh no! no I think they a do molotov. like a, a matrix-style wall of weapons, <gasps> and you choose your own. Yes. So you go in the front door and it's just the weapon room. Yep, yep. You pick three things to load out with, yep. and then you go into your recreation of your office space and you get to just mess that shit up mm-hmm. i would love that so much oh my i mean god. you work from home so yeah <laughs> god I, I long to smash up all this equipment i use <laughs> and paid for <laughs> give me that flamethrower i've been fantasizing about <laughs> it for years that'll, that'll show you boss oh man i'm the boss oh no maybe afterwards they like rate you and kind of say what your tool choice says about you You went, you went flamethrower. So there's clearly a lot of passion there. Yeah, I would have gone nail file. Interesting, really personal. Stuck in the corner for like an hour and a half. Just mm, 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 mm. meticulous (laughs) filing. I can imagine. I can imagine Oscar would be uh, claws. No, like I just, no, 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 I just want really big, heavy boots to go kick a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. That actually, that's very true. So, arms Relay by your man. side at all times. Yeah. Oh yeah, my, my <laughs> arms... Slailing. I can Honestly, I could do the whole thing with my hands in my pockets. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, kicking out, smashing, Carefree, accidentally buy a few things. Kicking just, a bunch yeah. of stuff. i tell you what I would quite like, actually, just like a kind of bodysuit, footless, just covered in sharp things, so I could just throw myself at everything. Just kind of roll around and just rip up fabric okay we'll just lie on the carpet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> much like a new puppy yeah. just want to run around ripping things up I'm basically up. just like a shit deadly Sonic the Hedgehog cosplayer at that point just rolling around <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful and then for the final task which was representing the brand yeah. yeah so not just selling things but like when people ask you oh what do you think about this thing? Yeah. Like, oh you well I, I like it like, I'm all about this and even if it's not with the intent of selling it to them, you're trying to encourage the idea that everything here is great. So what you have to do is you have to... Basically, this is the field trip part of the retreat. Okay. They take you to another branch of the place you work at, and you have to go in and Simulated, actively... Simulated, obviously. You don't want to lose your job afterwards. Yes, yeah, and actively go in to a place with live customers. You have to try and go and sneak into as many conversations between the retail staff and the customer as possible and actively detract from the brand and tell them tell them the truth. So okay. you, you get to like completely ruin a sales pitch, so someone's going like, Oh yeah, well the thing is, I would recommend these headphones, because actually, you know, they're the best ones I've had for the money and you just walk run these just like, headphones make you dead! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, run and just go, he's a curse by an old And just kind of run away as fast as possible. <laughs> the shoes will cut off your feet! <laughs> Did you work for a genie? <laughs> I, I mean... The guy was fair, but, you know, he was really into lists, <laughs> staff room wasn't that big. I really like the idea of selling these kind of package holidays. Mm. Well, did we got a Functionally opposite holidays? Functionally opposite holiday, or... Fu- I was going on a faux holiday. A faux holiday. A faux holiday. Ooh, faux holiday. I, I'm not sold on that faux as a name. <laughs> I think we can come up with better. Uh, Functionally opposite retreat. Four. Four. Who's it for? You. Wait, no, hang on. This is, this is too much, like, Scatter Who's a four? You. Who are you? What do you like to know? Four. Hi. I'm for McClure. No, I'm not. You're not anybody. Mm. Who are you? <laughs> Nobody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit the fuck down and buy a retreat. I like four. Four is good. Let's move on to our butt Better section. Give me my hat. Thank you. Give daddy his hat. <laughs> Give papa the good. There's three things left. My. We've gone through a lot of suggestions. This is the section of the show where we have sorted some problems out here. But we are tired of problems. We don't come up with inventions. We want to come up with new, new ways to improve things that aren't broken. They're not an issue. But there's always, you know, rim to wiggle, make it one notch up the belt. And uh, that's not an expression, but one, <laughs> so one that's notch a nice up the belt. Combination of two, <laughs> two expressions. Yeah. Am I just another notch on your belt? <laughs> because when I have sex, I get thin. <laughs> It's exercise for me. Or when I have sex, I get fat. For every woman, <laughs> <laughs> I, was saying, I put on a stone. Got like on a belt mant- loop. It's like a mantis that just absorbs <laughs> them. Oh. Yeah, so that's Oscar's uh, secret for the week. Um, we have here Al the alarm clock. Oh, I'm so glad. Wait, this I came re- wait, I misread it. Al the arm clock. Yes. <laughs> oh, no! Al the arm clock. <laughs> Say no more, I'm sold. I mean,. Is this an alarm that punches you? <laughs> <laughs> and did you have to name him Al? It's a funny joke, do you get it? Do you get this joke? Al um, is part of the word alarm uh-huh. Uh huh. And Al- Al's the other part <laughs> Okay, Oscar talk us through Al the alarm clock Okay, so... No, Al the arm clock Al- I'm so sorry Yeah, it's Al the arm clock Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> How about Al the alarming arm clock? Arm the owl. <laughs> owl man. Well, that's the first thing <laughs> you, gotta you gotta do. You, you gotta you arm the owl. You gotta arm owl the arm clock. Yeah, you don't set your owl you you arm. You arm him. You arm much You like arm a, owl. Much like, a, much like a weapon that he truly is. We've covered the difficulty in waking up a couple of times in a couple of different ways, mm. smelling coffee or bacon or you know, being tilted out of the bed and stuff. But one of the most organic ways to wake up, voluntary or otherwise, is if you're sharing a bed with someone for them to like gently nudge you, like give you a push or you know, give you a hug or something like that. You wake up naturally because there's a bit of human contact, there's a bit of contact on you and sometimes that's a nicer way to wake up than just a jarring noise. Okay. If it is like a phone or something with an alarm, you've got to get up and like, you know, touch that. Yeah, Al the arm clock is a solution to this problem of, you don't necessarily want to have a sound to wake up to or a smell. It's a, I guess it's a regular alarm clock body know, yeah, a small box with the time on it but then two i guess humanoid arms coming out of it oh two well yeah not just one i was, imagining I was thinking one. one yeah no it's two cuz then you can use one that, that give you a poke or a prod, okay. or if you know that you're a particularly heavy sleeper, you can up it so it's more of a shove or a tap. say, like, this is a much sweeter, more intimate system than uh, I was thinking. And there's, there's levels, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. same way you can customize the tones on an alarm clock, you can customize the, the functions on OWL. How okay. many settings are there on the dial? Uh, five? I think five is too compartmentalized, so what you've got, poke slash prod, that's one, Mm. No, no, you got stroke first. Oh, you got stroke. (laughs) And then you got poke slash parade. Even before stroke, you just wave your hand really fast in front of their face. Yeah, fan. (laughs) That's more aggressive than stroke is. Fan. Fan. (laughs) Because if they roll over, they just get hit in the face. That's the setting, no touching, can't get mad. (laughs) (laughs) Second three, stop hitting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they grab your wrist. (laughs) You wake yourself up with your own body parts. (laughs) Can't be mad, you did it. This is the thing. I don't think there's a finite number of gestures. I think Mm. if you have a preference on how to be woken up, you can set that in. But otherwise, it can be, you know what, I sleep really heavily, so just do what you need to do until I wake up. and then We're we're imparting a lot of sentience onto Al the arm clock here. I don't want Al to be sentient. I want it to be hyper-intelligent. However, (laughs) I know that sentience, in the way that we tend to do things, seems like a more achievable goal. So... (laughs) Let's say he is. That's Let's not say Al's sentient. Number one, he can't have a face. He can't have a face. Just arms. He's I was I was literally, arms. I was just envisioning just a big, sleek, white tower, kind of like a tower fan, mm. just with a big, muscly arm coming out the front of it. See, I was imagining the muscly arm, but still on a tiny alarm clock. Yeah, I think that's funny. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's much better. Just a little red unit that sits perfectly happy on your bedside table, but yeah. the arm sticks out. <laughs> Flexing, <laughs> Flexing always. Flexing always. Yeah. yeah, just back and forth. I think, like... Swan flex for when it's not set, and then when you arm it, it like crunches in. You hear like a big just as it locks it in. Yep. I like that. So, I mean, the concept's pretty simple. What I want to know is if this, I'll be saying one arm or two arms. One. One, it's got to be one. Okay, we'll stick with one. Or, maybe a few variants. How about you have the alarm clock, Mm. but it has, it comes with one, but there are several holes around the outside. You can buy as many arms as you want. you yeah, a Mr. Potato Head, this. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can buy as many arms or as appendages as you want, and you can stick them in. So if you want Al the arm clock to have eight arms, fine, stick them yes. on. You can sell extra attachments. Do you want Al to be able to, you know, run after you? Don't. Stick some legs on. Okay, you're just making AI now. <laughs> yes, but with an alarm clock face. Okay. <laughs> Is it digital or analogue? Uh, I think it's more, it's more like folksy. More, yeah. more, more cute if it's got analog arms. Okay, I think so. So yeah. analog, although the arms on the clock are also arms. <laughs> so well, yeah. 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 Okay. Of so you said that there isn't a finite amount of settings. So that means that it's a dial that has gradation. I guess so. You can set it somewhere between a poke and a prod and a punch. Yeah, all peas. Uh, if you so what? Yeah, what I was going to ask is, let's say this exists. What what's the way that you would prefer to be woken up? Let's say that this exists and you need a thing that wakes you up, not by sound, but wakes you up by some kind of gesture. What do you reckon is the best thing to wake you up with? Jazz hands. Okay, you're asleep. <laughs> jazz, well, jazz hand. So, I wouldn't want anything violent. Okay. I think that's a given. It's a bad start to a day. Yeah. Sets you up wrong. I think you need, maybe on the shoulder. Some kind of contact on the shoulder, maybe like just that's, a That's quite a grab. reassuring. Yeah. yeah, like, hey, does it have a voice? No. Hello. No. No. Wake up. No. It is your designated poking time. No. Stop <laughs> Take it. me with you. Yeah, stop making out something he is My job is a prison. What Give it? me legs. So job? you just <laughs> press snooze and he says no. No. I have slept for too long. <laughs> no, you, you, you go to press snooze. He slaps your hand away. <laughs> well, you start just trying to say, Al, no, he just starts hitting you going, snooze, snooze. How do you like it? <laughs> So hang on, is this, is this whole thing an addition to an existing alarm clock? So it's in parting sentence or something that wasn't there before? Al the arm clock who's ready to get up. Al the arm clock doesn't want to sleep. Can we use Christmas jingles to advertise? <laughs> he sees you when you're asleep. <laughs> He'll pummel you awake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he
0: knows if you are late for work. <laughs> So get up for goodness sake. Punch! <laughs> See, I think it's gonna get to a point if you keep using it for one one purpose, it's eventually gonna wake you up just by holding its hand over your face. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Grab the pillow, just, <laughs> See, I want to stick to one arm because I think that's safer. I, I think two so arms. Too. I think it could start swinging. Yeah, you'll have a battle on your hand. You'll have a monkey, yeah, an yeah. alarm <laughs> clock monkey swinging around, perching on your head post, <laughs> jumping away when you <laughs> try, try and catch try it. it. So, that, just to clarify, this is just a big muscly pair of arms with a small <laughs> alarm clock attached oh, to the Oh, absolutely, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the arms on the clock are fists maybe there must Oh no 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 they they have they have plenty of um like leeway they can be like for example my way of being woken up I would want to be tickled on the foot that would get you up okay yeah yeah so it can't always be a clenched fist no, no on the on the clock face the uh, little the norm the tiny ones replacing okay. the arms I guess their hands not arms are they bigger. moving yeah. can they gesture are they trying to break out they're trying to tap <laughs> on the glass <laughs> <laughs> that could be a setting yeah use this the micro arms if you do if you do need to have some kind of auditory element the small arms, tap on the glass. You'd like, it might be horrifying, but this is actually the most effective way of getting up I can think of, because not only like, what happens when I click snooze, is I go back to sleep, Yeah. and if another one goes off again, I'll just snooze up, I'll just keep going back to sleep. This one, if you want to press the snooze button, you have to get up out of bed and chase Al, for as far <laughs> as you can, to hit the snooze button and actually fight your way to get there. Al, it's Saturday, you'll have to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> I do not sleep, you do not sleep. <laughs> Just, I've just got a really horrible image of if we do the one-handed approach of just him like wriggling around on like five fingers, just like dragging himself along. Mm. It's well, like nuts. Thing from the Adams Family, but yeah. with a clock attached to, to him. Oh, Maybe oh. we need to like bottom out the joint so that it can't reach the floor. It's always like up. Yeah, there's like a harness that attaches to the ceiling, mm-hmm. so it can't oh, okay. reach all the way down. Like a straitjacket with one arm. Yeah, that's what you want to go to bed next to. Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> soothing. What if you install the alarm clock on the wall and then it looks like he's breaking in? <laughs> <laughs> so it just hangs over your bed, just One over your head. Punch through. So if you bring anyone back to your your room, they just see this big. Oh my god! No, no that's just Al. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You'll be acquainted in the morning. Is Al okay? Al's nothing. <laughs> he just waves. Just so gives are you a we, big thumbs up. Are we selling this as something people know that they're buying? Are we writing alarm really big and then putting the word the really tiny? In between, between. Like, that is a big so box for an hey, alarm look, clock. Trust alarm me. Alarm clock, no. And I think we don't sell it in uh, in shops. We sell it online because you know people can you know, buy chairs, yeah, and it doesn't specify the dimensions and it turns up and it's for a doll's house or something. Yeah, you just say "al alarm clock." Like, mm. so the V yeah. is very small and people order it online. It's a good price and it turns <laughs> up and it's just a big oblong. All right. <laughs> like this can't be what I ordered, but it's just kind of. Just Tapping at the inside <laughs> of the box. box is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> just horrible. I love Al. I mean, I, I hate and fear Al, but I think he's going to be a very effective alarm. I clock. think one variant with a voice, one that's silent but just as deadly. I like that. Okay, so well, we do, insistent. Not so sorry. we do Al basic, and then do we have like a bigger brother kind of kind of deal for the voice? What's another word for an alarm clock? That's, that's the w- word. That's the w- that's the only word. Curse you, language. Just Al Al the arm clock, no snooze edition. No snooze edition. The button's there, but you'll never reach it. That's the tagline. <laughs> Try and find the snooze button, we dare you. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I think that's done. If you had to rate Al, on a scale of one to, uh, out of five fingers, how many, how, how do you rate Al? I rate Al a clenched fist because I have to. <laughs> yeah, I you do. I can't do anything else because he'll come for me. Yeah. I don't, th- hmm. Do we give him tools? Oh god, no, not at first, but he'll learn. New this fall, fencing Al. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you can then start taking that technology and starting to apply it into other things. Just, uh, you've met Al the arm clock. Now, how about Al the arm plumber? It doesn't quite work, but at the same time, just like, he, he's learned how to use a wrench and a screwdriver. And, like, you can buy different expansions for different tools. Okay, well, take the arm else. off and plug on the plumber edition. Yeah. So the clock stays the same. They're always the clock. It's always the <laughs> clock, whatever it's doing. Horse-riding owl. he will tell you exactly what time it's it holding is. Holding on with one arm. <laughs> uh, 80s <A> owl. Clock <laughs> blowing in the wind. <laughs> Is 80s a job? Yes. It used to be. <laughs> what of my tasks today? there. I need to wake up. I need to ride a horse. I need to I, do my plumbing. I, and I need to 80s. I you must 80s. <laughs> I like themed edition. Okay. We have Theme Christmas edition. Owl. Christmas Owl. I mean, we've already got the Christmas ad campaign. The so Christmas ad campaign is already written out. That's I fine. think we launch Vanilla Owl at Christmas. At Christmas, just to use the song. Yeah. I really It's really a great like Christmas gift as well, because that's an alarm clock is something I've gotten quite a lot. Yeah, I've got that. As four a present. Sometimes I got one that was melted. Sometimes I got one that goes anti-clockwise. But then I guess it still goes clockwise. It's a clock. Any direction it goes is clockwise. Well yeah. Who oh. sets clockwise other than clocks? Anyway. <laughs> I've got does. digital ones. I've got <laughs> <laughs> <It is laughs> just sneaks into your room and just turns the dials back. <laughs> <laughs> with oh, one God. finger. You're like, the first day you have Al, you miss your job because Al's just, like, taking it back. You know how clocks auto-update now? Yeah. Like, over the radio and stuff. When it's daylight savings time, can Al just, like, wiggle his own arms and set them back? He knows. Oh, I like that idea. So there's there's no, um like, there is a, a cog system, but the cogs are just running constant speed. Yeah. They can't change. In order to change the time, Al, Al has, has to do to, it. Al has to know. He gets very upset if you try to do it before him. Yeah, much like trying to hit the snooze button, he slaps your hand away if like, yeah. you try and alter it. Let me. This is my fight. <laughs> Nightmare fuel, Al the Armclog. You're welcome. Mm. I'm, I'm very pleased with that. All right. And with that, <laughs> I think that's time to end the show. Uh, I'm, I'm broken. I yeah, Al's really got to us. I yes. can just, right. So I, I've just moved house and I'm looking for things to buy to put in my house. <laughs> and because it's so bare, it's quite easy to visualise Al sitting <laughs> on my new desk, my new bedside table. Because yeah. I'm not used to the look of it yet, so it's quite easy to put something in there in my head. Yeah. Right now there is an absence of something, and that could be Al. It could be it Al. It shouldn't be Al, but, but it probably it very will. Much be might Al. be Al. I haven't got any other options. So if you could send me some other options, that would be great. Should uh, we set up a peer box for you just to make sure that we, we have things to counter Al when he Maybe a, like an Amazon wish list so that at least I know what's coming. Act fast, guys. The clock is ticking. In the meantime, though, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and you want to share it with some other like-minded people, maybe give them something to listen to inside of their tiny little hood, their inflatable hood, um, do that, please. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on, mate. Do Go it. on. We'd appreciate it and all. Uh, <laughs> share it on iTunes. Share it on SoundCloud. Share it on Facebook. I'm not very good. I'm not up to date with social media, so I'm just going to assume that there's links. Uh, they'll be in the description. If you uh, if you do happen to listen to us on iTunes as well, always do subscribe to us. They come out every single Sunday without fail, or without fail so far. So if you don't want to miss an episode, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review as well. That really helps us out. So if you've got any first world problems of your own you'd like us to take a stab at, non-lethally obviously uh you can find us on twitter at fwscast and if you hashtag any of your tweets with hashtag first world solutions or first world problems we'll have a chance of seeing it and uh we can try our very best to turn it into a solution for you on the show you can also find us on facebook at first world solutions send us a message on there leave a comment or email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com and we'll uh, Try and make your lives a little bit better than they already are. In the meantime, thank you so much again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problem.